0: I'm Ken. This is Arbitrarily Deterministic, season three, episode two, the second one with uh, Andreas Rao, who is my guest today. Before we get into it, um, I'm just going to say some things. Um, One, we're going to talk about NFTs. These things are by nature financialized products. We're just talking about them. There's no, don't don't listen to us in any way for any kind of financial advice because that's not going to work out well for you in the long run. Um, another thing is if you are listening to this and you like this and you listen to it on Keith FM, there's a nice donate button. Please press it and give. It's your PayPal account. And if you have a Tez account, you can send us tokens or donations to I don't Tez. Thank you, Ozzy. Um, I'm joined today by Paul, who couldn't make it last week um, for various reasons, but the main one being that he had a he curated at Bright Moments, um, a nice little exhibition that had Anna Lucia and William Mapan. And w- what was that about?
1: Um, first of all, hi. Good to be back. Hi. Um, <laughs> no, it's just like a, I think this was sort of like the kickoff event for like this, this, the thing we call like Berlin Gen Art Month. Um, basically working together with Bright Moments and like a few other, like D Space Berlin, uh, the Tesla's branch, um, and really just like wanting to showcase great gen art and then utilize the gallery that Bright Moments has and then sort of like using that as a lead up mm-hmm. uh, for the show of Andreas, which will open up tomorrow. Yeah,
0: great. Uh, And then actually, this gallery also is
1: true, unofficially a part of this thing because we uh, we put you on the Notion page. So yes, so sort of like like it's a lot of events happening. I think today, (laughs) there's also (laughs) one opening by Jiva.
0: Yeah, Jiva's got one. Yeah, so I'm
1: going there after this. Uh So uh, yeah, just like a lot of stuff happening right now in Berlin, which is super cool to see.
0: Yeah, he came by here on Friday for Marcel's show, so I finally got to meet Jiva myself. I'd never met him before.
1: He's a fun guy.
0: Yeah, really cool guy. Hey, Andreas. Hello,
2: good to see you again.
0: Yeah, good to see you too. Wow, we we are so blessed. We, we've, I am too. Thank you. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> well, what, I seen you Thursday. Then you were here Friday. True. Yeah. Yeah. That thank was you great being here for the opening. Yeah, that was great. If you
2: haven't seen the show yet and you're in Berlin, you should come by SP2 and see Marcel's show. It's great. Seriously,
0: it really is. It's beautiful. It's a very romantic homage to the end of the to the end of these printer cartridges. Um, or no, sorry, to these ink cartridges for this plotter. It's beautiful. It's very good. It was really nice, the exhibition opening. It was cool. Like, Anna Lucia was here. Uh, Julian Hespenheide was here. Antti Pussinen was here. Yeah, it was really nice. I mean, not to,
1: you know. And there was also some, like, an older gen art, like, uh, person. Like, yeah. Uh, how is it called? Like, Hans, Han, Hans Dellinger? Yeah. Like, and he is, has been doing, like, plotting, like, since the 70s. Yeah, yeah. it was so cool to see because he just, like, chatted me up. I was like, oh, oh, what cool. is this? Like, who's the artist? And I was like, yeah, it's Marcel. He's not here. I think, first, he maybe thought I was the artist. But, like, I was quick to say, oh, I can't do this, sadly. <laughs> 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 um, but, no, like, it's it's really cool to see, like, sort of like the older generation coming in or like the first generation depending on how you see it Yeah, and like enjoying it and understanding it his
0: daughter brought him in he was the first person to come and his daughter brought him in and she walked him over to me and she said this is my dad Hans he's a uh, digital art pioneer bye and then she walked away and she just like (laughs) left him with me and I was like hi Hans (laughs) that's a good move yeah I guess if she didn't want to hang out she wanted to get out of here she was going to party yeah <laughs> it was pretty funny <laughs> anyway yeah it was a nice it was nice the vibe afterwards too like i know you you, you brought the you brought your your wife and the little one right yeah, we, you know, yeah that was cool um so y'all didn't hang too late but i i ended up saying you're not not super late but late enough um yeah i le- I ended up leaving auntie and anna lucia and julian and marcel and all of them in the bar <laughs> i like, you i'm done i <laughs> had enough uh yeah it's nice to get to meet her. She's really nice. Yes, she is. Uh, uh. So your show is opening tomorrow. Yes, indeed, tomorrow. And are you ready for it?
2: Oh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, like we've been we've been working hard a couple the last couple of days um, together with Paul and uh, Malta from Bread Moments, mm-hmm. and things are coming together. Yeah. So, um, I mean mentally i'm I'm kind of a bit exhausted right now but mm-hmm. it's uh it's been it's been really good and why are
0: you, why are you I mean, mentally exhausted no
2: there was there was a couple of things that needed to be uh fixed last minute sort of to to like get all or to run smoothly on the on the screens in the gallery and so on and so on but we managed to we set it up and things things uh and you yeah. have the physical in the gallery hanging as well Exactly. yeah it's yeah. like so there's there's one uh one prototype like the very first uh clangtepish that i've woven um it's going to be present at the gallery um plus a couple uh should I say samples that, uh, that have not seen the the light of this world yet uh-huh. so it, it's kind of the first time uh first time showing for these um so if yeah if you happen to be in berlin you you who listen on the radio <laughs> um, <laughs> please come around it would be really nice um and uh i mean it's also really 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 cool to see the uh, the digital piece on the on the large screens at the gallery yeah i was like i was i was not prepared for that seriously i mean i did some tests on on larger screens back at my studio but not at that scale and when i was like when i was watching it for the first time i was like okay so this actually worked oh good relief
1: (laughs) yeah nice (laughs) excellent and and also not only like looking and watching them but also listening to them. Yeah. Like we had it on, I think like essentially just like testing the live minting and everything. So there was like constantly like the background noise, not noise, but the background sound, like mm-hmm. background ambience, like really nice. You can listen for it for like two or three hours and it's just in the background and just like, Relaxing. Well, that's
0: that's rare. Whenever something can last for two or three hours and you feel okay,
1: <laughs> continuing to listen. to Yeah, it. that's high praise indeed. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, that's my opinion at least. <laughs> so,
0: what are what are what? So, we talked last week a little bit about the woven work. I want to talk a little bit more about it, but I want let's talk now more about the digital side of it. Like, right, yeah. I didn't know last week that when we were talking, I didn't realize that it would move.
2: It does move. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about that. <laughs> so there's um. I mean, like the the entire should I say like the concept of clank is is based around this nature of like being both rooted in the digital world and in the physical world, kind of on, on equal levels. Mm-hmm. So it is a very physical piece in in that it's woven and uh, kind of the the entire point of it is to be touched and and uh, sat on, inhabited basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but then it, then it also has this this digital piece that kind of lifts um its own life so it is visuals that move and it is sound that is life generated as well um, and and those two are i mean they they are tied together and they are also tied to uh, to the boven piece but all of them kind of live diff- on different levels i'd say mm-hmm. so the visuals kind of they, they slowly evolve over time and then there is um like sometimes there's a bit more drastic changes in, in what happens on screen um, and sometimes it's just like slowly, slowly fading, um, and parallel the the music uh, evolves uh, as well, and and it does it does have an impact on the visuals. So sometimes when there's like music, um, like a musical change, basically, then if some certain random uh, parameters happen to to be in place, then also the visuals would change a lot, and, and you you see this like oh, okay now all of a sudden there's like. There's something more happening, and and this like to to me, this is basically about these these kind of everyday um, small changes that we go through mm-hmm. without actually noticing them. Yeah, know? and then one day you realize, oh, okay, I'm in a completely different position all of a sudden. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, and you didn't really didn't really notice how that evolved over time actually. And then yeah, and then this is also uh, the the animation like the animated piece can be. Like literally stopped at any time, obviously, but then you could you could weave every single frame of it. So the the instructions for the loom are generated live. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a bit different from uh, what you see on screen, uh, but they are very much related. So it's it's visually kind of uh, very similar, mm. and you, you can you can view them on screen. Like you can view the kind of preview of the weaving uh, the weaving pattern mm-hmm. on screen. And then the the instructions can be sent to a loom of your choice and, and woven, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, so but
0: when you when it came down to creating the. You, you wanted to make this originally, it was all connected originally, right you didn't start with like, "Oh, I want to do this oh, I'm going to add this oh, this could be cool if I did this or was it was it like originally always going to be animated, always with sound and always going to have the woven piece, or did this just kind of start piling on
2: it was like it was always going to be animated and always going to be woven mm-hmm. um, and the reason for that is that i I think it's really beautiful to think of a woven piece as a as a living entity. So yeah. like it's, we kind of look at it at a, like when it's hanging on a wall or hang, hanging around a room, yeah. and and see it as a static thing. I don't think so. I think it is like it is evolving over time, and especially like if you if you take it with you, if you roll it up, if you uh, wear and tear it, then it's it's going to change over time. It has this very this very long time span that is kind of ingrained into the, the, the physicality of it. Yeah. Um, and everything like the same kind of thing happens on screen, just a lot faster. Things transform that the shapes change and, and so on and so on. And the, the woven piece like naturally has two sides. Mm-hmm. You can flip it around and you can do the same thing on the, on the animated screen oh, like the, cool. the piece on screen as well. Wow. Um, so, so it's so- complicated as shit. <laughs> it was. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's like you, you, anyways, need to take account of, uh say, the the backside when you're weaving stuff. You know, like you mm-hmm. you can since, like, I'm I'm weaving in uh, four colors. Mm-hmm. That means you you need to weave in uh, in two layers. You know, I'm getting really technical, but okay. <laughs> just, yeah, but just very briefly. So this is like. um I mean, it's a physical kind of thing that the, the threads have to, they have to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to see, like, say you have black, uh, white, blue, and yellow as colors, And you want to see, uh, in like in one, in one weft, you want to see black and yellow, for example. What are you going to do with blue and white? Well, you've got to hide, some, hide them somewhere. And that means you, you're going to have two layers to hide them in between. Oh, I see. So that is kind of what ha- what's happening there. And that's why you need to kind of think about the, um, the the backside as well. And it's like you could, in theory, weave something completely different on the backside. Like you could have two two images basically woven, one on the front, one on the back. Yeah. Um, but they need to be a bit related since like, I mean, the, the threads need to flow uh, as they now are. And you can't just like, um, what should I say, like uh, switch around all the time, like have... Black in the front, and then in the back, and then in the front again because mm-hmm. then it's just gonna <clears> curl up, uh, very, very like just take up a lot of space basically, um, and that is why the backside kind of is you can think of it as a negative of the of the front side right, yeah. sort of, yeah. Um, but yeah. So as I said, the the piece was originally going to be animated to to have this kind of yeah. The, I just love this thought of like the slow animation of the woven piece. And you know, even more of this thought of maybe maybe one day i'm gonna gonna take one uh, Klangteppich nft and, and, and indeed mint no i like not mint, mint but weave um a couple of frames of one piece so they essentially you can hang like a couple of them oh that'd be cool. uh, next to each other mm-hmm. and have like the the animation kind of a bit quicker in the in the woven piece as well that's probably pretty interesting
0: and you could also do some really weird shit with that like animate on top of it and like have it you know, moving within it. I've been thinking about that. It's a pretty fascinating concept. It would be really cool. What was that guy's name? Like Lego Velt or one of these guys, these like early, um, techno dudes, um, or early two thousands techno dudes who was, who was like projecting on, layers of fabrics like so and creating false space through those things and it was oh my god it was so cool man it was such a cool thing i went and saw it in amsterdam once and was just like this is nuts um but yeah like that's the same kind of concept except woven
2: is a little thicker so you wouldn't be definitely you wouldn't be going through
0: but you could build you could you kind of the animation it, like
2: right? upon the the woven piece i think
0: yeah, uh, you could. I, I should try it definitely you definitely
2: should <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah. then like um yeah as i was like uh as i was saying the the animation was there from the very beginning on and then i was it was actually first when i was sitting um or coming back to the loom and starting to weave the the very first and i was mm. sitting there I was weaving and it's time consuming and very slow process and it's also a very rhythmic process so mm. you, you get into the state where it's like you're just gonna just gonna weave you're just gonna shuttle back and forth and it's it's kind of it's this is very like me- mechanical almost yeah yeah it's kind of mechanical uh process that you go through as a human being you essentially become mechanic all yeah, the time yeah as it is so so rhythmic and always always the same thing always in the same order and like i, I was starting i was starting to hear music that's what happened sure and that is why i thought ah obviously this yeah. piece does need a little like uh, a layer of music as well mm-hmm. and, and this is f- also where the where the name uh came from i was sitting there and like thinking of okay this is like this the sound sound Carpet, like the Klang teppich, yeah. Um, yeah. Really glad I I, I did it <laughs> because I, I think I think the music adds uh, like a whole different dimension to it, so that it's not um, that, that really creates this this kind of enclosure. Mm-hmm. I think like both through the um, the woven piece when you have, when you have it around, I think it it just has a. I don't know. I I just love looking at these uh, at these textures and and I, I love the. Um like the physicality of it. But then when you when I look at it and when I look at the the animation slowly evolving and when I then also listen to the music then that's like okay, now now things are falling into place. That's what it feels like for me.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool and did you make so you, is this using the similar sequencer system that you guys used in Takata or mm.
2: is it it is it's, it's a similar similar system indeed and it's actually um, <laughs> parts of it are are using the same uh, the same samples that we that we used for Takata so the uh, my my piano our family piano that, yeah. I, that I sampled for <coughs> Takata is also being used in, in Klangteppich um that's cool but additionally additionally Klangteppich has um samples from the loom so when I was there wisely I had my sound recorder with me nice um I, I wasn't actually thinking of doing that for for Klangteppich but just like I mean like I'm I'm kind of building this this little sound library yeah. I should say and like I, I just was like oh there the loom does have some really nice sounds yeah. um and then I was like yeah sure I must use this in clang and so it, it's kind of this connection between the, the digital and the physical again that it that it's not only visually related but also the sound of its production are part of the sound of the physics of the digital piece
0: yeah that's really cool that's a really cool idea to to do that i really like that a Thank lot you. yeah it's a, cool i'm very excited man i'm so stoked on this paul you've kind of got a little first
1: hand on that uh, yes i mean what i said earlier yeah like, it is really cool to see and that's why i'm like hyping it up like on twitter not only yeah it's just a great piece and like one of the best ones of the year so far in my opinion so Yeah you've written that a couple times. <laughs> yeah, I I'm really sorry <laughs> but like that's, I mean we all know it. He's uh, your hype man. Yeah, yeah, every, yeah everybody needs a hype man. <laughs> no but um I just like I love sound pieces so it makes yeah. perfect sense to me.
0: Yeah, and have you? You've always played. I heard a little bit of your conversation with um, Will and and uh, Trinity and, <laughs> and Marcelo before, and you've talked about having that piano as a part of your life. So, did you when you were growing up? Did they force you to take
2: piano lessons? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, they. I, I I don't know. I wouldn't call it for, forcing. I was I was, so I yes. was uh, pushed to do it, obviously, but I did I did like it, and and I. But I first, like, first I had to, I, I actually had to take like classical, uh, like, a piano lessons, and I, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't the the best student, I'd say. <laughs> but like, there, there is this this thing that my uh, that my mum keeps telling me when I when I was like a young kid and starting to learn to play the piano, I was like, I'm still, I wasn't, I still am terribly bad, bad at reading uh, sheet music. Yeah, yeah. And I was always like, I was always sitting at the piano and looking out, uh, out of the window, basically. So never looking at the sheet music and, and just like, just trying to, trying to listen to, um, well, pieces that like my, my mum would play them for me and I would listen to it. And then I would try to play <laughs> what she played, basically, um, because that was, that was easier for me, in fact, than reading yeah. sheet music. Sure. But then like the, the actual fun started for me when I when I was getting more into into jazz music. Yeah. So this is where it actually where it got me. Yeah. And where I was where it was something that I really wanted to do. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. Which was
0: a bit later in life. <laughs> I never really learned how to read music either. I mean, I kind of had like a pretty... I had a basic knowledge of how to read music when I was young. But I never really cared to go deeper. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, I understand these things exist here. I don't mm-hmm. now. But like at one point in my life I did. And then... You know, and people used to transcribe guitar notes, you know, in these like things and like give them to me. And so that I would kind of learn the bass lines for them without actually knowing what was happening. So they always sounded fucked up when I'd finally get around somebody who who actually knew what was going on there. And so, yeah, it was kind of a, a, a weird idea for learning that. And then I just scrapped all that and was like, I'm not. I'm going to learn by sound. I'm just going to learn songs that I like and figure them out on my own. Mm-hmm. It's much easier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Much more from the soul too, right? Yeah. You know, that's kind of so. what it's about. Yeah. When, when you were listening to jazz, what was like your favorite stuff? Was it the more far out stuff or the more sort of... <laughs>
2: Depends on what you call far out.
0: But like, I, I really like to... Like Pharoah like Sanders and those guys are pretty fucking
2: yeah, far well, out. Yeah, they are. And they're really cool. Yeah. I love, I love them. <laughs> like my, my absolute, uh, what should I say, favorite... Uh, player and composer is Thelonious Monk. Mm-hmm. Who is That's kinda, pretty
0: fucking far out.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucking amazing. Uh, seriously. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Love, I love how he's so uh, so honest about every single note that he's yeah. playing yeah. and writing. It's, oh, what's writing? It's so, so good. Yeah, it is. So good. Seriously. Yeah,
0: I agree. I mean, I used to listen to a lot of that stuff. But I, I, I don't really listen to much jazz anymore. It's kind of weird. I listen to like rap right cool. straight up <laughs> mostly just rap and <laughs> nice. like yeah. psychedelic music and that's kind of it that's kind yeah. of where it's at <laughs> for me i listen to rap on a i mean on to jazz on occasion like when when it's on and it comes up in a playlist and then i'll be like oh damn i really want to listen to that again and so then i'll just put whatever that record is that hits me we used to have a show on the radio station here called snake jazz tss, tss, it was super funny it was it was really really good it was done by these two guys who were um yeah they're they're just really super knowledgeable about jazz i mean like deeply knowledgeable like this guy played this thing on this you know record just and he only played with them one time and he would you know afterwards anyway neither here nor there neither here nor there Uh, yeah I don't know. So on on Friday at this opening, there's going to be how many screens and how many pe- how many physical works are there? And like, to- what's the total? What are
2: we what are we thinking about, or what do we know is going to be there? So there's there's going to be uh, three screens in kind of the main space mm-hmm. where you can see just like uh, some some outputs cycling through, basically. Yeah. Or it's random output, so it's infinite. <laughs> you can come whenever; there's going to be something there. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's like the, yeah, as I said, like the the one the the very first uh, physical piece or the the woven piece, um, it's going to be there in the main space as well. And then we have the uh, the back room, which tells a bit of a story, uh, kind of behind the scenes. So that's going to be a bit of like yeah, as I said, a couple of samples that are, that are made in the process in like in the weaving process, color um, kind of samples, and just like different different bindings that I tested to like, try how they behave in, in the physical world. And yeah, then also like, just a bit of, I don't know, I guess, like video material. Will one of them be running
0: constantly? Does this thing Pardon like will these like these because they're animated and they're sound they just run they run right yeah, yeah they, they just they, run infinitely. so will one of them run infinitely or will they be cycling or? they
2: will be like I think it's five minutes now that they like they they kind of switching every five minutes okay yeah
0: so it gives a new random hash every exactly. five minutes <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay and then for the live minting thing. Maybe maybe Paul can talk a bit more, about that <laughs> now. but it's like it's gonna be in the, in that back room. In the as back well. room, yeah.
1: Yes. So essentially, like you you come in into the bright moments gallery and have like this like three iterations. One of them also having the sound, so you also have like like both the visual and the audio uh, audio sound experience. Don't know yeah. like the, the term for it. Mm-hmm. Um. Then you like walk up the stairs, have like as Andreas mentioned, stuff sort of like the, the thought process behind it, and then we have fifty uh, like the, f- the possibility of fifty live mints there. Uh-huh. Um, so essentially, what happens there will be like little cards sent out to people that are interested in it, like with uh, like an iteration or like a possible iteration also on it. So it's like a can also be used as a memorabilia when you can scan a QR code. Um, and then you can have your minting experience and then one screen also with the sound attached to it. Basically, will so you go through your normal FX hash minting flow. Obviously, mm-hmm. you need to have the test in it beforehand. Um, and then basically, an output like your output will get generated. So you see it for the first time, and it's actually quite nice. The sound will come in like just like slightly before you see like the first uh, like visual cues of your artwork. So that's sort of like the thing when you know, okay, now it's getting real. And then that one is, is playing there. Is this the
0: first time that Bright Moments and has used Tez as a? Or no, used we
1: basically the first time oh, we did it was, that with, was Peter with Peter, Peter ben- Pasma yeah, Peter ben- in like Venice. On, yeah. So that was. Uh, Quite nice event. There it was more, I think, like a uh, overall celebration as this was the first time they like went yeah. cross chain. Yeah. Um also like more general FX hash works for this time. Basically we used the first week for that. Yeah. And now basically just fully focusing on like Andrea's on Clangteppich. Um and making sure it gets the recognition it uh-huh. deserves.
0: Yeah. I saw that um
2: Do you have stuff on ETH? <laughs> that's a that's an excellent question <laughs> I, I would say technically i do uh-huh. but i haven't i haven't done much about it so <laughs> so what, what does that mean <laughs> explain it to me No, I, I just like um i don't know you you yeah, yeah you probably uh you probably remember all these discussions about royalties and opc mm-hmm. and all that and, and there was this kind of uh, this kind of what should you say like artificial deadline in the beginning of the year? Yeah, when, I remember when yeah. they would say like after that we won't enforce uh, royalties on my like, contracts being being minted after that. Yeah, and that's when I set up my my two first uh, contracts on Manifold. Um, so you had never done I, anything on it before, though. I've never done anything before. I just like, did the the very first steps in the in the very beginning of the year just to have something. Yeah. i'm into two pieces and they are there i haven't put them up for sale so. <laughs> i i gonna i gonna use uh sometime later this year to, to like so this dive was a, a con- was this that. a
0: conscious decision to do this via fx hash versus um
2: using your own manifold contract to do this with bright moments or yeah definitely most definitely because i mean several reasons for that um i Really enjoy working with FX Hash guys. Thank you. <laughs> so that's that's one one of it definitely, um, and the other one is is uh, so tied um, to to Loom, which is my genesis piece right. on FX Hash. <coughs> so I kind of actively wanted to bring uh, Langteppi to Taz and, and to to FX Hash. Kind of, I, I kind of felt that would would be really nice for like for the collectors uh, of of Loom that clunk would also like show up at the same platform that my f- kind of Genesis woven piece, you could yeah. say yeah. that was, was that your
0: like, that was your big kind of breakout too. Right. I mean, that mm. was the first, yeah. 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 That was yeah. the one
2: that kind yeah. of put it over the top for you. Right. Definitely. I was, yeah. I mean, I, I still am blown away by how that went. I, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting anything. I was just like, I've had this, um this like sketches for loom. I started that, I don't know back in twenty twenty or so just like yeah I gotta make something yeah you know and, and then i then when I learned about f x hash and and uh started to look into that a bit more, I was like, oh, maybe I could mint something like right now yeah. it'd be really cool to to be like among the couple of first uh that are on the platform and then i then I just like used a couple of days to to finish off this this project that i uh that I had lying around um and the rest is history yeah no it it was just i wasn't i was just putting it up and i mean
0: you put it up at the end of a mint cycle too like when everything went closed right so it was like it sat there for like it sat there for a couple of days yeah true yeah yeah yeah, exactly and i remember looking at it
1: like and going i'll need to get one of those when those things pop up (laughs) Uh, i just just remember like back then i think like object like started integrating like listings uh, so you could have like some really nice like there were some people like scouring object to get like loom steels and like oh, yeah. get, getting like different palettes and everything yeah. and that's like the first time I I remember vividly like some like an artwork on FX hash being like propelled like at a on a higher tier than like what else was like being pushed so that was quite quite cool yeah it's a pretty <laughs> fascinating thing I, you know I'll tell this story
0: too like when did offers begin on FX hash uh, late. Yeah, like <laughs> it was in April or May or something.
1: Yeah, yeah like so it was long, this, long it was, after loom. it was
0: after this time last year. Anyway, but it yeah. was so I was I went to Marcel's right after um, offers b- began. It was maybe like a day or two or something like this, and Marcel immediately received an offer for his loom. And oh, what? <laughs> I mean, it was like an immediate. Uh, he was just like, "Hey, I got this offer, and it's above the floor price, and I don't understand." well, could you tell, why would this person want to offer me so much more for this? And I was like, (laughs) I looked at it and I was like, oh, because it's got a palette that there's not, you know, there aren't that many of them. And he was like, Uh oh, so people are paying more for different palettes. So Marcel and I talked about market dynamics in this moment. And this was a thing that we were discussing. And then he just looked at me and he just said, I can't sell my fucking loom, man. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just closed the window and it was over. That was just like the thought, you know, it was like, and I thought, you know, I was going to go into the whole, like, well, I mean, if it's, if a thing is a thing is a thing, then you could just sell it and buy, you know, a cheaper version of it. But this was like, for him, it, it meant, you know, like I minted this. This was like the first mm-hmm. real moment for me that like, where mm-hmm. I caught somebody else who felt like that the mint, that they made was actually like you know personal to them Uh in some particular way and this was like this little moment for me where i i really kept it in my head because of how first how important his loom was you know what i mean versus just like any other random loom that he could have gotten he could have made a little bit of tez on this you know Mm -hmm. but no not not going to do that and the way that he just looked so cute the way he looked at me and he was just like i can't sell my fucking loom man
1: <laughs> that is funny. Nice story. <laughs> yeah, it was Love good.
0: It. I meant to tell it last week when Marcel was in here, and I just <laughs> forgot. We kind of moved on past it, but like, because uh, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty good idea. And that was he also got a, a an offer on his El, one of his El Tono pieces in that day, and he was just like, "Why do people do this?" And he <laughs> he's not, you know, because Marcel doesn't really sell, you know, things. Uh, <laughs> that he, if he gets it, it's because he's interested in it, you know. But not
1: a lot. Exactly. Not a lot of artists are selling, right? I think, like, with the art, like, if you're predominantly an artist, you you collect, and you collect mainly, and you just, like, leave it be and appreciate it. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, some. Yeah, I mean, at some point, it's really, you know, you kind of have to start thinking about, like, there's no possibility for you to ever enjoy all of the things that you have. You know, like, it's impossible to do that. You just, sometimes you think you're caught up in a moment, no matter who you are or whatever. And so, but there are some things that, you know, like Marcel's loom, that he would just never, you know, that he would just wouldn't, you you, just, you you get an emotional attachment to. Some you just
1: forget you have. Do you, do know. you know if it was like the, the Gunta palette? I, I don't know. Okay. You'd have to ask Marcel. I can just look it up. Yeah, you could look it up. <laughs> that too. It's, like, yeah. it's online. <laughs> you right? could use the
0: internet. Power of the blockchain, baby. Yeah, <laughs> <hell yeah. laughs> we all know who does what. Yeah, and you can also see the offer that was given to him for that. You know. Because and- <laughs> <laughs> that should be saved there as well. So, whenever you were doing... But you were dropping stuff already previously on Object?
2: Yeah, exactly. That's... Uh, like, I, I was starting on, on Hicketnunk. Yeah. In... That's what like I meant. April, yeah. I think. 2021. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I minted a couple of stuff. And just, like... I mean, like, uh, as one did back then. Just collecting yeah. from other people and then sharing them stuff. It's, like... <laughs> and it's, like, the, the worst possible thing... I, I don't know. I, I like... I think that's the worst. Uh, happened to to my, uh, which I say like Genesis piece on on Nunk which I made for uh, object for object. Mm-hmm. Um, so which was free. Yeah, as a chip sure. Day. Yeah, uh, I was like, I, I don't know, like a couple a couple editions were collected during the event, and then afterwards I was like, yeah, maybe I I gonna cancel my my listing and and just relist it at like a couple tests or so um but then a lot of them got like uh scooped up by a by a bot oh fun yeah. and, and, and they are still selling it like it's i don't know it's 500 editions or so like it's mm-hmm. three really many of them like <laughs> every now and then i i, I receive like 0.01 tes royalties <laughs> from that one <laughs> love that lesson learned yeah. <laughs>
0: hey well your kid's gonna get that pennies worth from that thing down Generational wealth—that's what this is all about. Exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, you know, like I—I th- I think that that one—that was what kind of kicked off a little bit. I mean, those object for objects and the things that Max Capacity did a little bit later on, where he re-kicked it back off. Like I, I those were easy ways to get people in. You know, that could, yeah. was you got cool funny little things from people you know for not for basically nothing you could mm-hmm. go in with like two tes and just go go nuts and walk out with like 100 pieces <laughs> exactly. you know or whatever <laughs> just paying the quick transaction fee and then you're out you know and that was pretty, pretty it introduced me to a lot of random artists too that way right. because if random artists were throwing things out there and twitter would go a little bit nuts hey this guy's got this boom you know and oh yeah cool and then you got to kind of jump in and we haven't so. seen one of those in a while right I think we had that Hen, RIP Hen thing, and
1: then. what well, it's also like, a was few, that a while ago? I don't know. I think it was a while ago.
0: There were a few. Yeah, you're right. But there was one not super long ago. Was it whenever Schwitlik was like dropping, like
1: a, a lot of the composition eighty two? Yeah, it that's was like a, half a year ago. Oh wow. <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah. It actually, it actually <laughs> yes. really recently, like seriously. Yeah. A month ago too. No, no, the <laughs> reason I know this is because I was um in <laughs> Venice with my with my family. Yeah. Uh, like on, on like a little family trip yeah. and then we had like a break and I was just like constantly minting and also and also minting a few but but I told my family, "Hey, I'm minting those for you. I'll send it to you afterwards because I got them all hooked up with yeah. the wallet." I, I don't know if they ever looked at it, but I have Schmitlick pieces now.
0: (laughs) Hey, that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool to have any kind of Schwitlig piece. He's got good work. Yeah, I thought that that was really interesting of him to drop those because I wasn't really like, well, we'd had conversations in the past about that. You know that kind of that kind of thought process, and I, so it was a real surprise to me. Whenever I looked at it on Twitter, and I was like, "Well, he's doing that. Well, I better go over
1: there <laughs>
0: <laughs> see if I can get get one." That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of failed transactions that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: A, a lot of gassing. <laughs> but but then at one time, like Marcel, like sent me like five tests back. Like with the gas costs I spent, but I like as a true DJ like immediately like went on on the next piece that released, <laughs> bought it again. So I was like, thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> so kind.
2: Who do you collect most? Ooh, oh, well, that's an excellent question. I honestly have no idea, no. but I I have like in the in the <laughs> in the early days, um, I was collecting a couple of pieces by Iska mm-hmm. Frontline. Um, which are sitting in my wallet, and they nice. it living a happy life, and uh, all the time I receive offers, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> like, dodge that one, dodge that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, that comes to mind. Good I one. have a lot of Schwid, Schwidlik works, works as well, obviously, because I love the stuff Marcel's doing. Yeah, yeah. Paul, who do you collect most um,
1: right now? I'm not sure. Like historically, probably like uh, Masello, Marcelo's work. Mm-hmm. Um, simply just because like 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 got really really liked the contrapuntas. Mm-hmm. So so that sort of like kicked me off there. But recently, I think Halo tried to like get a yeah. like most of the stuff that he is doing. I yeah. think that's like. Um, like another French artist, I don't know what they feed those kids, but like it's, it's <laughs> crazy. Um, but yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that would be my my shout. And then,
0: did you, you ever did listen to the interview I did with Hal? I didn't oh. you should do that? It's it's really good. Nice. Okay. He's really really smart. I do really cool guy. guy. Yeah, and I think
1: <laughs> he has been doing that like for a long time already. Yeah, it's right? clear
0: he's got a he's got a pretty clear idea about like what's up. Uh, in a a different way Uh, i was thinking about the other day like who do i collect most across all my uh wallets is why i'm asking and i don't know (laughs) (laughs) you can look it up (laughs) well it's Punever for sure like i mean without a doubt i have more of his works i think than anybody any other single artist across all my wallets and Uh whatnot i think i have more of his work but like i have a bunch of i got a lot i used to have quite a lot of um well, I Red still do. Maybe, I do have quite a lot of Roxanne works. I would also say that uh-huh. about me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I guess I tried to get everything that those, those guys put out. I don't have a Garibatros or a Hypnagogic, which is really annoying. <laughs> 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 those are my two, two of my favorite pieces, of period. And I don't have
1: either of them. So it's kind of a bummer.
0: But still thinking, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I've, I've never thought about it in that way yeah like, but i'm sure there's like a website that tells you that
2: yeah i'm pretty sure like, but is have there one that tells you like cross chain so there, there's no i don't collect ETH. on eth so no, I don't know right. i mean uh, I, I, have, know, I have, have like <laughs> six pieces on eth maybe that's something oh. more than i have really
1: <laughs> you guys don't collect it all on eth not, at all, no. uh, not even not, the not, verse yes. stuff no. no i i i would but i'm just like so like focused in that size on like FXHash and that, that, like at times I like look at the worst drops but then I'm like okay I need to save up for some like other drops that are like, like the choice of minting and most of the times with like words like I already got the works of the artists on FXHash yeah. it's not yeah. like it's like completely new to me yeah. like the QBB verse that was like okay cool maybe I do that yeah. but at least like with the recent like in the recent month I think it was just like a lot of like FXH artists Coming to verse and worse and then I was like, "Ah, okay." It's interesting how much, how many FX hash artists are on verse. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, it's pretty. uh, It's a pretty. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. I'm aware. I think, but I think it's a. I think it's a fascinating thing that so many have moved over onto that. Have you considered? Have you? They reached out to you? or you considered doing it? Um, nothing that I can talk. Want to talk about too much? I understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I noticed recently. I ended up picking up. I only have a couple of verse works um i really liked alejandro's kind of culmination of this so i didn't care i mean i had a little conversation with him about it whenever he was going to drop like the infantines one and i was just like you know man like don't don't release them as like studies man like you know like put the piece out like i don't Mm want to see i don't want your works in progress across the board he dismissed me. <laughs> <laughs> <Don't know him>. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, like, and then he, and he, and he did really well with it. Cause I knew, and I knew he would, cause it's a beautiful piece, but mm-hmm. you know, it was again, like, I thought, you know, I want to get the piece that he finally thinks as being the kind of culmination of this stuff. Right. And he did that with this first works piece. I feel mm-hmm. like that that's kind of like, <clears throat> that's a really, really strong way of saying like, this is the end of this, this concept here. Okay. This kid grew up and this kid made this thing you know like because that's what the thing is about right and so this kid kind of grew up and did this here he is and now he's got to strike out and do his other thing you know and i i feel like very strongly that that piece is really like a good culmination of what he's been working on over time same with this thomas Noya um piece that Mm -hmm. got dropped on there i think that that's really beautiful and like a lot of those outputs you know, if you're, if you're not really paying attention to his stuff, of course they could all be kind of interchangeable. But if you look at his stuff and you really like kind of follow what he's doing, you see he's really growing this thing. And you see that he's kind of working hard to build this thing and make it kind of go in its own path, which I think is nice. And those are the, I think that's all the verse works I have. <laughs> no, I have some of those Zancans, cans, but you know. The open edition ones. Yeah. Uh, the uh, market wreckers, as some people call them.
1: Uh, <laughs> i've seen which i think is a funny way of putting that but yeah, yeah there there are some wild takes on that one But yeah whatever it is what
0: it is man you know come on so yeah so wh- <laughs> and how long are you going to end up being in berlin now after this are you going to be around for a while
1: i'm going to be around for a while with even longer a uh, couple <laughs> a couple interruptions huh even longer you have been here for quite some time
2: already i've been here for quite yeah. some time Yeah, yeah i'm gonna be here like i'm leaving in like around start april not so sure are you gonna uh, be
0: here for Easter? when is easter <laughs> <laughs> the second weekend of april okay 10th, oh, 10th, 10th of yeah. april, i be I back
2: think. in oslo then i suppose
0: oh okay too bad i was gonna invite you out to the garden we're having a little easter party oh really yeah oh, this is
1: nice i can invite you too i'm in new york oh that
0: sucks <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> terrible <laughs> who are you <laughs> nah. oh, oh. Actually, it's it does. Us. New York it, is crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a work trip. I don't want to go. <laughs> Sorry, New York friends. I hate New no. York. <laughs> Haven't been in in a long time, so I'm like, yeah. sort
0: of excited for it. No, nah, going to New York is fun, man. It's a super fun experience. It, just living
1: there is what sucks.
0: You know, you yeah, to
1: too expensive. So, yeah.
0: So, what are you going to do for while you're here, though? I mean, so you're here for a long, for a couple of more weeks after this thing opens.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I going to be. <laughs> I'm gonna be a little bit back and forth. Maybe there's, there's like a, a little chance that I'm gonna m- be going to uh, to Hong Kong next week to like, oh. Basel. Um, I'm still a bit unsure if I if I gonna do that or not. But can, can you just fly in now again? Like there's no nothing. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so uh, I shall see about that.
0: <laughs> it's already. H- hong kong art basel hong kong Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's already it's it's
1: it's, it's like earlier than last year okay it's more to like the original date Uh Uh okay
0: and so you're what is some of your work going to be
2: shown there um I'm not sure how much I can talk about that either. <laughs> it's next week, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's next week, uh, but it's, it's, not, it's not finalized yet. So. Uh, no, okay, yeah, don't, that would be All sense. right,
0: well then, yeah, then don't talk about it. So, <laughs> but what would you be doing there? <laughs> just hanging out with you know. I'm just gonna go and look at stuff. If I'm gonna go to Hong Kong or not? No. <laughs> <Right, laughs> mm-hmm. So Ira Greenberg is gonna have an exhibition at Expanded Art um, coming up.
1: That um, will be really nice.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be cool. I'm excited, but I was writing with him and i was like hey are you gonna to come to berlin and he was like well tickets are pretty expensive i was like you waited this long of course they're expensive <laughs> man i mean it's just around the corner it's next week but like it's it, it, i can see like trying to fly to hong kong would probably also be a very expensive uh, proposition for um, i do, do, do guess
2: so i haven't honestly checked on uh, prices oh, okay.
0: <laughs> i don't know about that part yet yeah I see. got it i bet it's pretty expensive because mm-hmm. whenever the closer you get to a time you know yeah it yeah, yeah, costs a lot more
2: Yeah, but if you you need to get past the peak and then like just buy it by last minute. Yeah, I don't know if that works.
0: But yeah, sometimes that works. So what else are you going to do? So if you if you don't go to Hong Kong, what are you doing instead?
2: Hanging out in Berlin and uh, just doing stuff. Doing stuff, I guess. I don't know. I don't honestly know. Uh It's it's just like right right now. I'm just like so. uh, Well, I have been so focused on the on the show that's coming up. So I'm I'm entirely blank afterwards. Sure and uh, I'm just going to see, like, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow is the opening, and then, then afterwards. I mean, like, we have this this uh, panel on, on Saturday, or, or artist talk, or what you should call it.
1: If you can call it however you like. I think like a panel between two people. Like it's really
0: it just <laughs> going to be me and Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be sitting up there, and I'm going to ask Andreas some
2: questions. So, so, so so maybe there's I, other people dropping in. Who I, yeah, maybe they
0: have other questions, you know, and maybe we exactly can get them to
1: ask questions, uh, too. Uh, uh, yeah. you, you are free to, like, do it however you want to. But I would call um, it an artist talk. Maybe we'll yeah. have a dance-off. <laughs> You'll not?
0: win. I'm so old. <laughs> you, me, and the tapestry. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Let's go. <Lovely. laughs> we'll get others to sign up, too. That'll be super fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 So wh- what time is that at? That's a, that's in, in the afternoon?
2: I can't remember, honestly. 3
0: p.m.? 3 p.m. Nice.
1: Okay. Like 95% sure.
0: Yeah, I think it is. Because yeah. I know I got out of a birthday party to do this.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, actually, it's going to be fine. Like, the, probably the, per, the the person that I was going to want to hang out with at the birthday party because it's my wife's friends and whatnot. And mostly I'm just kind of sitting there. But there's another husband. That's another NFT who, guy? Who, well, he's not an NFT guy, but like, he's just another, he's another guy who I communicate with and who i like and he's into you know the similar things that i'm interested in and he Mm -hmm. likes art and he likes crypto and he likes stuff stuff. Mm -hmm. and so he's going to come to the he's going to come to the opening tomorrow you'll get to meet him so maybe i can get him to come to the to you the should. talk maybe his wife will let him i don't know <laughs> <laughs> she may not <laughs> she may be like no nah, dude you gotta you gotta hang out there and he's gonna be like, but Candace, man, <laughs> so ken isn't
1: Ken can not only does not show up to my birthday he also steals my what, man <laughs>
0: <laughs> no it's not it's not her it's not her husband. Uh, it's another, uh, okay, this, okay, these okay. people live in dusseldorf and they're just friends of ours that are up for the uh, okay. weekend oh, okay got it yeah and so <laughs> for, for for like You know, my wife's one of my wife's good friends. They went to Iceland and they did this. My wife and um, this woman went to Iceland recently, and they made like a photo essay of their experience because they met there twenty years ago. And so they went back twenty years, and the 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 woman is a photojournalist, and so they did this photo, yeah, essay, and it's in this magazine called Emotions, and it's, um, yeah, it's, it's an emotional. An emotional piece. It's an emotional <laughs> yes. thing. So, but yeah, that's the woman who's having a birthday. Whatever. That's n- n- boring. <laughs> so neither here nor there. So, whenever you go back to um, Oslo, mm-hmm. what are you going to do when you get back? Are you going to have to sit around and actually weave these works? Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the
2: plan, I suppose. So, are you going to do it by yourself? Yeah. This is this is also an interesting an interesting thing to talk about since. Um, it is like the uh, the the NFT or like the the code is set up in a way that it can kind of output uh, weaving instructions for like different different kinds of loom, basically. Mm-hmm. And it very much like for me, it very much depends on <laughs> basically how many of the physical pieces get uh, get sold in the end. So since it is, it does take uh, a lot of time to weave these. I was like, I was literally sitting for. Two and a half, three days or so, for like for this very first uh, piece. I mean, like there, there was a bit of um, probably not the most uh, efficient weaving process since it was the first one, yeah. but it just it, it does take time. It's a super slow process. Um, so, if there's going to be just like just a couple of the physicals that, that are going to be sold, then I then I will do that. Sure. I will sit down and weave it by hand. But if it, if that's going to be like an, an, an order of magnitude higher, um, then I actually will set up an, like an industrial uh, loom, mm-hmm. which then again like it, it just takes a lot of time to, to set it up uh, correctly and to like to, to get everything in place. Um, but then like the, the production gets really really quick. Obviously, then it's like you can just like output a couple a couple meters um, easily. Um but it's yeah it really depends. I I need to figure that out based on what it ends up.
0: Yeah. I guess. Do you think that I mean are, how are they being I don't know how they're being priced. I I'm, I I'm, I know that there was something that was talked about at one point. Are they priced to are they priced to move or are they priced to
1: you know for it depends you Depends on know. what you think about being priced to move. Well, but I like, mean, I, I think it's a maybe f- that's up to you guys. To
0: yeah. That. <laughs> <But> no, <laughs> I just more mean I, it like. Do you feel like that? Do you, Do you have a sense that there's going to be um, more than a couple,
2: or do you feel like? honestly i have 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 no idea i have no idea i'm just i'm really curious and i am
1: you should probably tell how much it is
2: yeah (laughs) exactly like the 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 nft plus um the physical piece is Mm -hmm. at uh, 1750 TES. and if you want to get if you want to get the uh the digital only then it's 750 TES. that's affordable
0: that doesn't feel terrible it feels like something you can actually do as a even a regular person if they're super fan of this idea. That's oh. pretty cool. That's great that actually then I mean that's like what, one ETH? So a you're getting a little yeah, one bit what was
1: come on if you price for
0: physical and the 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 nft together that's kind of silly yeah okay so you would say they
1: have price to move
0: i would say they're price to move for to the right people obviously i mean you know not everybody can afford that i get that i just mean it more like for the bigger collectors that would want something like this that seems like something that could possibly pop off and make you have to send it to something bigger (laughs) and do that you know which is which Fine. would also be great which, for which you. Plan for it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You know. But would you bring? What if? What if you get like in that weird area where you know twenty, and then you know <laughs> like, <laughs> and then well, honestly, I, I, I don't know. Then you uh, hire somebody and ha- who comes and hangs out with you. And like,
2: <laughs> this is what you do, man. You just pull this thing. Uh, I'm just going to be weaving the rest of the year. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, that's not true. But it's yeah, I don't know. I, I don't honestly know. Uh, sure. Like the,
1: like the old masters, just assisting. You know, <laughs> thing, uh-huh <laughs>
0: <laughs> let me stand over you and do yeah. this for a little while and tell you exactly what you're doing wrong
2: <laughs> yeah no. it was really like uh, it was kind of hard to to find a good uh, a good price for for these because it's like i i mean I think it's a, it's a high price um I mean, it
0: is for regular people spending exactly, bucks a thousand bucks. Exactly. but yeah. but the bigger collectors that would be re- interested in having both. Right. it's probably not that big of a deal. Yeah,
2: yeah indeed, indeed, indeed. But like, I, I kind of tried to um, to kind of set it up in a way that it, that's still, like, as you say, basically, a regular person that really wants to own this kind of piece, they can do it. Um, that was important to me. Mm. Um, and I, I did, like, hundreds of, of iterations on the pricing together with uh, bright moments and, and just, like, trying to figure out something that, that would kind of hit the the sweet spot Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm really happy with it and we shall see how how other people react to it
0: you know i meant to bring this up earlier when we were on the hen stuff i wanted to talk to you about the calendar Mm -hmm. because i thought that that was such a cool idea thank you yeah and i tried to get for my wife's birthday i tried to get that one but it was the second one you made so
1: (laughs) (laughs) what your wife has on on the second of january yeah that's cool yeah
0: um, no, actually, it kind of sucks for her, man, because everybody's not wanting to party. And I, I, know, to I know, I
1: know. The third one is the first day where it's okay. Re- reason why I know it is, is, it, is it's mine, <laughs> and people are ready to party then. Yes, no, <laughs> they're just never ready on the second. No, so I tried to get
0: that one, and then and then my birthday is actually still available. Um, but I, I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm a fan of like well, that's okay. All the ones around it, and the one mine. I was like, damn it. <laughs> I was actually sad, Um, but no, but like, so
2: tell me about that project. Talk to me a little bit about it. What, how, what, what made you, where'd you? Well, it it was kind of like the intention behind it was to make a project, like a project or a piece that would, that would mint as slowly as possible in a sense. Like I was, I was kind of time boxing it for a year just to, to have something to to relate to basically. Um, But like I, I was, it, it was after I don't know if you remember the uh, when I released concrete on on FX Hash like my my second project there, um, it was it was like min- it was minting out super fast yeah. and and it was like I mean it's really nice that that work got appreciated by, by collectors at the same time I was sitting like sitting and with this feeling ah okay this this that was it you know? yeah and it kind of it kind of made me. Kind of made me realize <coughs> that I want things to intentionally be a, a bit slower, and I want things to intentionally uh, just like may- maybe not be part of this kind of hype cycle that that everyone um, or a lot of people try to be part of. Uh, and, and so I was I was uh, conceptualizing this piece, um, trying to to spend like a lot of time with a very simple algorithm. It's like it's one of the simplest pieces I'd say like algorithm wise that, mm-hmm. that I've put out but it was really really fun to to be to be tweaking this over the year and to be just like adjusting parameters every single day and, and trying to oh what's what's going on over here in the parameter space oh not so interesting maybe over there there's something oh wow that's something totally new I haven't seen and so that, that was really fun and it, it, it's something that I um, that I really Appreciate when I when I see people doing that. So my kind of best example for that always is uh, QBB and and his algorithm that he's been using for like ten plus years. Yeah, and he's still putting out amazing work yeah. from that one <coughs> algorithm. Yeah. Um. So that that is something um, that Generative Calendar also is trying to to do at least a bit of. Mm-hmm. Um. And then also I, I found really i kind of like this thought of, of having like one one mint every day and, yeah. and also this is kind of like I, I could even imagine probably not like manual minting because that is like it, it's really stressful if you uh, like when you have to <laughs> have to think of like manually minting a piece every single day yeah like sometimes some some days i was like oh well it's, it's it's almost midnight i really need to mint now yeah um but uh yeah if i like i have thought a, a couple of times about like setting up a like a custom contract, I guess. Like yeah. uh, with a piece that would just run eternally mm. uh, until I die. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, would be really interesting. I think to to have something that is like so so slow with n- with no like intention of kind of limiting supply by anything else than the end of the blockchain or uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My death. It, it's like something like that. I, I find that, I find that really interesting. Um, to, to not say oh this piece is going to be 500 editions or it's going to be an open edition and everyone can mint it for 24 hours yeah. and it's like ah oh, okay and like the the rush to mint it yeah i, I don't necessarily want that and this is why this is what i was trying to put out. uh-huh that
0: makes sense to me actually in a certain way and i know like i know your pain about trying to like mint something on it it's just it takes it just takes so much time and then <laughs> you like have to think it through and then you're just like dang okay i have to sit down and do this <laughs> mm-hmm. so,
1: so
2: did you work on that like each day or did it in batches pretty much i mean like it's <coughs> not not every piece was created the the very day but most of them most
1: mm-hmm. of them Yeah, i can see how stressful it is <laughs> yeah I <laughs> because
0: you'd have to make it and then mint
2: yeah right then, oh, <laughs> i mean it, like in in the end of the year like i had this period kind of mid-year where i was like oh come on like no <laughs> Keep We really need to keep going on this but then in the end of, year, in, in the, end of the year it was just like almost a walk in the park I was like oh there's so many interesting stuff going on here I can, I can do that today maybe I can do that the other thing tomorrow yeah. I, know.
0: I love the slowdown a good slowdown is mm-hmm. a nice one hey we gotta, gotta wrap this thing up oh, oh really? really yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, I know it's crazy <laughs> I, I glanced over a minute ago and it said 57 and I was like oh shit 57 minutes in it so thank you very much for coming two weeks in a row <laughs> well thank you so much for inviting me two weeks in a row
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i appreciate that you've been around for this this is great and you know for sure see you tomorrow and hopefully that some of you that are listening it's going to be at the bright moments gallery which is on august Strasse, and that's tomorrow night um for this today is uh, thursday march 16th so <laughs> just so in 2023 and, uh,
1: and then for those that are not living in Berlin or can't come to Berlin like the remaining pieces will be sold on Tuesday the twenty first. Yeah, that's right. Twenty Q- first. <laughs> Tuesday twenty yeah. first. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. On FX- on hey guys, thanks a lot. This has been a really great experience. It's really cool. I'm I'm really happy to have this. And once again, for those of you that want to donate, I don't like podcasts Tez. Once again thank you Ozzy, I really appreciate it. I'm Ken. Hi guys by people. <laughs> <laughs>